Hi, I am the uh, Kinky Caption Crafter, and I am recording the first part. I'm splitting it up into two parts. The read aloud for chapter two. Uh, if this is your first time listening to one of these, you are not in for a treat. Basically, this is something I wrote, an erotic novel that I'm still working on. If you happen to care, I'm still in the midst of writing chapter six. I just had a big midterm go by, which was backed up by a different midterm. So it, it was hectic, so I haven't really had time to work on the novel, but I want to try to get at least a chapter out a month. As for this, this gets put out whenever the fuck I can finish it, because this is actually a lot of work, surprisingly. And there's a reason why the graphics are so basic. It's because anything that would require more work is just not on the table, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Unless someone wants to do it for free. Um, I'm still a little worried because I gave uh, someone a commission in advance, and they have not gotten back to me yet, which is concerning. But, so anyways, let's get on to the read aloud. Her Forever Virgin, Chapter 2, Margot versus Cyrus. Uh, by the way, uh, so a little fun fact here is, uh, so this heart symbol with the key, this represents any chapters that relate to the main story, and then um, I'll throw it up on the screen here. Uh, if you see this symbol, it means that, or maybe I have two symbols up, but anyways, if you're looking at the shopping bag symbol at the beginning of a chapter, that means that it's a part of the subplot, which relates to Margot and her little mischievous plan uh, with another witch called Yanessa. And so as far as I'm concerned, Amy is technically the main character, but Margot is actually in considerably way more scenes than Amy is. Um, and this gets addressed way down the line. You would be surprised that there is actually an outline to this story <laughs> that I am following. There is a roadmap that I am taking you through. No matter how improbable that might seem, I can assure you that is in fact the case. So, for reals this time, getting into chapter two. A stack of dissipating smoke rose where Amy once stood. Smelling the ashes which represented Amy's absence, Margot's face curled into a smirk as a bulb went off in her head. She unlocked her phone and began texting Cyrus. By the way, you might notice, um, looking at the text on the screen, if I'm too lazy to have actually gone back and um, corrected the image that I'm looking at for the photo, but there's a lot of grammatical errors in this. If anyone wants to help me with grammatical errors again for free, um, that's not a serious request, by the way. I don't actually expect anyone to do that for me. But yeah, there, there's a lot of grammatical errors in here, so I'm. That's part of why I'm doing this. Moving on. Ever since learning of the magical and becoming a confidant, Mario has been jealous of any woman who can call herself a witch. She often enjoyed telling Amy about all the trouble she'd cause if she were born with magic powers, to which Amy would often sigh relief that wasn't their reality. Accepting the facts, 
Margot has always opted to push Amy to be the best witch she can be both for her friend's sake and the entertainment of seeing Amy become a more powerful witch. I wonder if anyone like gives a shit about this. They're like, ah, Margot's such a good friend. Um, which I mean, there's this kind of angle where I like, I wonder if like Margot is is realistically selfish, or if people read this and think like, oh, she's just a terrible character. You're you're a terrible writer. She's a terrible character. Um, I like her though. She's she's a fun character to write for. <laughs> Margot could easily imagine the awkwardness of Amy's situation, and maybe it wasn't right for her to volunteer sigh like that. But what would be the harm in just asking him? If it were up to Margot, she would just trick Sai into wearing the damn thing. But she could already imagine that conversation in her head. You can't use magic to trick people for that personal gain. It's wrong. Blah, 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 blah. That route clearly was not an option. So she decided she'd have to take Destiny by the horns. As she slipped her phone from her purse, she admitted the mischievous intent to herself with a smirk. She was doing this partly just to see what would happen. Which, again, does this make Margot a bad person? Dare I call this art? It's all subjective. Supposedly. I don't know, this might objectively be bad. It's objectively grammatically incorrect. That's an objective fact. Thanks to Amy, Margot knew many unique secrets that seem like fiction to those ignorant of magic. She knew that it was she knew what it was like to fly on a broom. She temporarily swapped bodies with her best friend, and she learned of a few potions non-witches could make. But she didn't know how you go about asking Guy to wear a magic cock cage. She just had to know. Uh, which is basically, I would hope, the entire reason that anyone would continue reading this is like, I just have to know <laughs> how does she do it. Um, though she'd never told Amy, Margot knew from personal experience how tricky it could be to bring up chastity, even just as a temporary form of role play. But asking a guy to do it permanently was something else. She'd gotten into it two years ago, and even then, only with one guy, but she suddenly found herself wishing she could go back and talk Sai into it to prepare him for this moment. That's what ran through her mind as she clicked on a contact labeled Sai the Nice Guy. Cyrus had to stay in the office an extra hour, which meant an extra hour of having to resist his desire for orgasm. This is where it gets really embarrassing for me to read. Cyrus was feeling especially horny today as all day he'd been looking forward to his date with his friend Margot. Cyrus slipped out of his clothes and rolled onto the bed naked. This, by the way, was really hard to write. Um, just because I... I I really don't find guys attractive to like the point where I try not to look at guys as much as possible. <laughs> Which, it, once again, if you like look at my captions, you'll notice that that is a trend. They are largely devoid of guys. Um, I don't know if that says anything about me. He could never believe how lucky he was to have a friend like Margot in his life. 
He engulfed his minuscule member with his hand and began pleasuring himself. They'd been friends since high school and they had dated in the last part of senior year and their first summer before college. If Margot had never asked him to prom, he's not sure he would have been brave enough to even just the few sexual encounters he's had. Even after they'd broken up, she'd still been his friend and continued having casual sex with him despite his severe shortcomings. (laughs) I wonder if anyone actually enjoys listening to me read this shit. I can tell you that when I edit this, I don't enjoy me listening to me. Um, If I had the money to pay people to do this, I totally would. I'm that fucking lazy. His sense of disbelief was compounded by it. His sense of disbelief was compounded as he thought of her physical appearance. He always thought of her as an undiscovered Hollywood beauty. Margot was tall, slender, her breasts small yet firm, her ass slight but soft to the touch, and best of all, it was all held together by brash, cheeky, but loyal personality that made their friendship stronger. Um, women, kill me in the comments below. Tell me about how terrible I am uh, at describing women. <laughs> he heard his obnoxious, at least it felt so at this very moment, text alert go off. Begrudgingly, he stopped his self-indulgent task to check his phone. It was, of all people, the girl at the top of his mind at the moment, Margot. Having thought of her so intently, and now seeing her photo even in a tiny circle on the screen of his phone was enough to send him over the edge, negating the need for him to return his hand to his tiny member. (laughs) Even in privacy, wet patches of semen on his scratched stomach. (laughs) He couldn't help but feel ashamed to climax from something like a text alert. Just another reminder why he'd still yet to truly lose his virginity. His heart sank lower as he read the text from Margot. Sorry, can't do tonight. Um... Something which I I can say as a guy who is, like, always the second, you know, priority. You know what I mean? It's like people always, you know, not people, the the women um, that I have relationships with, you know, they're usually people that that, uh, if if something else comes up, they're going to do that instead of coming over. (laughs) So that's kind of where, you know, that, that comes from, you know, it's like, that thing where it's like, you know, they don't really mean anything by it. It's just something else comes up. Uh, and I wonder if putting these weird little moments of my life actually does anything for this story. <laughs> probably not. There's probably nothing that can save this. As soon as she'd sent the text, Margo wondered if maybe she should have explained her whole plan in one big text. She shrugged her shoulders for no one but herself, and began tapping the screen again. Cyrus dropped his head into the pillow with a sigh. Now the two things on his mind were what he should do for dinner tonight and when it would be a good time to reschedule. Recent developments in his usual condition made the already self-conscious young man 
even more afraid of forming new romantic and sexual connections, which we will see later on. <laughs> Foreshadowing. He knew she was probably just postponing for a good reason, but a small part of him said it was probably because she was tired of taking pity on him. <laughs> Done with the pin dick who's too premature to have real sex. <laughs> I can't believe I actually wrote that. As Cyrus began resigning himself to dwelling on the negative possibilities, he heard his phone go off again. He lazily reached his phone, half expecting to read Margot's excuse for canceling so suddenly. The light of his phone illuminated his face from above. The text read, Will you still be free? I have a weird favor. And with that, Cyrus was intrigued. Even despite their previous romantic and sexual history, Cyrus considered Margo a close friend who could ask him for anything within reason. She wasn't normally one to beat around the bush either, but when she did, it was usually a sign that there was a 50-50 chance the right answer might be to tell her no. Cyrus continued to stare at the screen intently as... The ellipses, which signified that the typing disappeared and reappeared at the bottom. No longer able to wait, he decided that maybe he should do something to nudge the conversation forward. Why did she have to say favor? What exactly was the favor? Margot was beginning to realize why this was so hard for Amy. She couldn't just ask Cy the question on Amy's behalf for a myriad of reasons, chiefly among them was that as a confidant, she would lose all memories of witchcraft and not be allowed back in. She was also aware that Amy herself would face no real consequences. She would still have to endure losing the ability to share large chunks of her day-to-day -day with her lifelong friend and endure the social stigma of having a confidant with loose lips. Margot continued to type and delete as she searched for vocabulary for the right words to get the ball rolling on whatever this is. No matter how many times I come through this, there's just so many grammatical errors I can't catch. Focusing on what to say next, she was caught off guard by three words. What is it? The words caused a surprising amount of distress. What is it indeed? After endless minutes of staring at her screen, she finally decided that ultimately all she was doing was getting this very strange ball rolling. Amy was the only person who could help herself in this situation. Margot was just providing her with an option so she wouldn't give up so easily. Cyrus had reasoned that somehow staring anxiously at the ceiling was a more productive use of his time than staring anxiously at his phone. The tone of his alert had barely started when his hand shot for it. The message he read was far from anything he was prepared for. This is awkward, but preceded by an upside-down smiling emoji. I really didn't know what to do with these emoji things. Like, do I just describe them? So that's what I did. Can you go out with Amy? She hasn't been with anyone in, like, three years. I was hoping to send her your way for a good time. This was followed by a winking emoji and a hot emoji. She won't admit it, but I know she needs a guy like you. 
also didn't want to leave you dry for the night. Again, awkward, but just had to ask. The text ended with a smiling emoji with the beat of sweat running down its forehead. Margot had always been prone to bad ideas, but Sai was baffled as to what might be going through her head. She knew about his problem better than any other woman. He'd certainly been with her enough times to say that definitively. For as smart as Cyrus was, he had never pieced together the true reason as to why Margot continued to sleep with him. He had always assumed it was a mixture of friendship and pity. <laughs> this is, uh, I hope no one I know has ever reads this. And if all their old female friends, why did it have to be Amy? Cyrus definitely wanted to reply no and be done with it. That was obviously the most painless course of action. Although, when was he ever going to get another chance to go out with Amy? He let the opportunity slip by more than a decade ago and he'd assumed he'd never get another one. And that is where we end the reading. Because I don't know how short this video is, but uh, right now I'm looking at about 25 and a half minutes of editing down shit. So that's been um, this episode's reading. I want to say I hope you enjoyed it, but I really can't envision anyone actually enjoying this. So plugs, Kinky Cat Crafter on Twitter, or I guess it's at Kinky Cat Crafter on Twitter. Uh patreon.com forward slash kinky caption crafter kinky caption crafter dot com if that's your kind of jam um also on uh, reddit uh if you search you forward slash kinky caption crafter and i uh i feel like that's all the plugs um i'll see you next time